0: The Key Economic Releases Affecting Fixed Income Yields Insights into Sectors Influencing Fixed Income Securities How AAM Plans to Capitalize on These Themes for Your Fixed Income Portfolio The Portfolio Fix is a podcast series featuring members of AAM's investment and portfolio management team. We will discuss the timely issues affecting the fixed income investments of our insurance clients. Welcome to episode four of the Portfolio Fix, a podcast series from AAM. My name is Patrick McGeever, a member of the investment team. Today we'll be speaking with Sebastian Bacchus about current macro political issues, but first we wanted to get Marco Bravo's thoughts on some recent economic data. So welcome, Marco. Thanks, Pat. Uh, last week you recommended that we keep our eyes on some consumer confidence data and uh, some personal consumption and personal income data. So uh, what did we learn last week?
1: Well on the confidence side, uh, consumer confidence as measured by the Conference Board Index uh, unexpectedly declined uh, to its lowest level in in three months. It appears that decline was really led by consumers uh, worried about uh, future conditions and so perhaps the slowing global growth and, and trade tensions are starting to affect consumer confidence. And it does call into question the strength of, the cons- of consumer spending going forward. On the personal income and spending side, personal incomes uh, came in above expectations, uh, so definitely a positive. On the spending side, uh, spending in August slowed modestly and came in slightly below forecast. But but this follows some very strong uh, months of of consumer spending. And so the expectation is personal consumption in Q3 will probably fall from the very strong second quarter. But we expect spending by consumers to continue to be the main driver of growth here in the US and help offset uh, weak business spending.
0: Okay. And uh, I think something, or an interesting uh, data point last week was the home sales data, which seems to contradict a little bit the weaker confidence figures. What can you tell us about that?
1: Yeah, we had more positive news on the housing front last week with uh, new home sales uh, coming in much stronger than economists were forecasting. And this really closes out a month when most of the housing data beat expectations. So, uh, again, it appears that low mortgage rates may finally be supporting the housing market. And perhaps we may see a break in the trend of uh, six consecutive quarters of negative growth in residential investment. We'll see uh, where residential investment comes in for Q3. But everything so far is positive on that front.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, One thing that nobody has really had to be concerned with over the past uh, several years is inflation, Um, but the core PCE data point uh, suggests that might be changing, right?
1: Yes, core PCE, which is the Fed's uh, preferred measure of inflation, last week showed that on a year-over-year basis, it uh, trickled up to 1.8%, so just below the Fed's 2% target, but it's slowly been moving higher. And and so with the combination of core PCE at 1.8 and core CPI above the 2%, you know we think this may cause the Fed to perhaps take a pause and keep rates unchanged at their October meeting. Uh, and in fact, if you look at the Fed Funds futures market today, uh, that market is pricing in a probability of roughly 58% that Rates uh, remain unchanged following the October meeting.
0: Okay. At what point do you think, or at what level would the Fed become concerned with inflation?
1: I think if core PCE and core CPI are both running above 2.5% with clearly a trend uh, moving higher, I think that would really cause uh, the Fed to take a look at inflation pressures.
0: Okay. So, in the upcoming week, there's a heavy dose of economic releases and I'm wondering if you could share with us which ones we should monitor most closely.
1: Sure, the the ISM Manufacturing Index very widely followed um, data point on sentiment among manufacturers will be released this week, investors will be watching that closely really for reasons that some of the hard data, uh, so data on uh, durable goods order seems to suggest that manufacturing activity and business spending may be stabilizing and so we'll see if if sentiment uh, reflects uh, some of the hard data that we're seeing. And then at the end of the at the end of the week the September employment report will be released. Consensus forecasts right now calling for just under 150,000 new jobs, uh, with the unemployment rate uh, declining to 3.6%. As I've mentioned uh, on on these podcasts in the past, we believe that consumer spending will continue to be the main driver of growth, that consumer uh, are being supported by continued healthy labor market. So very close attention to, uh, to that uh, September employment report at the end of the week.
0: Great. Thanks for that, Marco. We'll keep an eye on both of those, and we'll discuss both of them during our next podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Today we hosted our monthly macro-political outlook. It's a group discussion that's led by Sebastian Bacchus. Sebastian has more than 20 years of experience analyzing and investing in fixed-income securities, and he's also our lead analyst uh, for uh, financials, so welcome, Sebastian. Thanks, Pat. Um, so today, you uh, you let off your discussion by talking about worldwide PMI and manufacturing, and then it's been it's been weak uh, worldwide, and, and inflation has been too. And I'm wondering if you might be able to tell us what the consequences are for for that type of weak data at this point.
2: Well, what I've uh, been telling uh, our uh, portfolio managers is that you know, there's definitely a deceleration of economic activity, um, but uh, at the same time, because inflation has been so mild, uh, central banks uh, remain able to respond by uh, offering further monetary stimulus uh, and non-conventional stimulus, uh, as we're seeing over in the ECB. Uh, and I, as a result, you know, we wouldn't expect uh, this to uh, trend into recession absent uh, outside or exogenous uh, shocks, such as you know further trade tensions, further tariffs, uh, stuff along those lines.
0: Um, obviously, the big macro political issue today is the U.S.-China trade conflict, um, and other than some tweets and rumors, there's hasn't been much progress made, as far as we can tell. You mentioned something, though, that I think is important uh, taking place this week.
2: Well, uh, you know, I, I had mentioned that, uh, you know, really, we, we seem to to have run into a stalemate where, as you pointed out, uh, headlines and, and tweets seem to, to move the markets, but there doesn't seem to be a lot of progress. Uh, Tomorrow, uh, October 1st, is uh, the Founding Day celebrations of the People's Republic of China. Uh, They'll be uh, celebrating the 70th anniversary of of, uh, the founding of that nation. And uh, I would look for any um, headlines coming out of speeches by President Xi Jinping uh, tomorrow.
0: Okay. Uh, The other big issue in the uh, geopolitical front is brexit and uh, i was wondering if you might be able to share what is our base case uh, scenario
2: well um the uk is scheduled to leave the eu on october 31st uh, a month from now uh, and our uh view is that the easiest outcome Uh, at this point, is a no-deal Brexit. And the reason is because no one, no single party, none of the parties, need to do anything in order for that to be the default outcome. Um, There is no agreed deal at this point. If the UK Parliament and the UK government doesn't actively ask for an extension, uh, and if the EU doesn't actively grant one, uh, then the e- UK will exit the EU uh, on October 31st. Given the gridlock that we've seen uh, within the UK Parliament and given uh, uncertainty as to how the EU would respond to a request for an extension, uh, we continue to think that the, most, the easiest outcome uh, would be a no-deal like Brexit.
0: Okay. And then... So, does that mean that there would or would not be a snap election prior to October 31st? Uh,
2: at this point, uh, Pr- Prime Minister Boris Johnson has requested a snap election, and Parliament has declined to uh, undertake a vote of no confidence, which would be needed in order to, uh, for him to call a uh, general election, Uh, Parliament uh, is concerned that in the uh, event of a snap election before the October 31st date, um, there would be no government in place to actually ask for an extension. So they are waiting until after the October 31st date uh, to uh, grant uh, a motion of no confidence. We do, however, expect that there will be a general election either in the fourth quarter of Two thousand nineteen, or the first quarter of 2020.
0: And so perhaps the most important macro-political issue right now is the uh, impeachment of President Trump. And I'm wondering, is there an event that would provide some level of certainty in this fluid situation that might help us with investment decisions?
2: Sure. I think the thing to remember with the impeachment process uh... is that it is ultimately a political event. i expect that the house portion of the process will run at least through the end of the year and should the house uh... approve articles of impeachment uh... which would then be forwarded to the senate that the senate would not see such articles uh... until uh the new year, 2020, and so uh, any you know, potential trial in the Senate would not uh, occur until we were uh, well into 2020. Uh, given, however, that this is a very political process, uh, what I would uh, plan to do is keep an eye on polling, uh, keep an eye on specifically uh, opinion of uh, independent uh, and swing voters uh, at the end of the day, I think that gives you a sense for where both Congress and Senate will ultimately go.
0: So, between the trade issues between the United States and China and Brexit, uh, this is an absolutely fascinating time and there is certainly no playbook, uh, but we're grateful to you for updating us on all of these complex issues. and. Thanks to you for listening to The Portfolio Fix. If you have questions about anything we discuss today, please reach out to your portfolio manager or contact our marketing team at aamcompany.com. That's A as in asset, A as in allocation, M as in management, company.com. During our next podcast, Marco will review the economic statistics of the week. And Efrain Panic will discuss the evolving auto sector. Thank you.